What's up, guys? Welcome back, or welcome to the first time to the Sup World Show. Today is your favorite day. What is it, Joe? Fitness Friday. Fitting this pizza in my mouth. It's not all I've been doing lately. I can't say I feel like a fitness superstar after I the holidays. Know. I just don't eat that bad. I mean, I'm just not a wow. big I don't eat much. Good for you. As you know. I, no. I don't eat good. I just don't eat a lot right. of the bad. Right. I just, it's one of those I things. I think the Once problem full, is like for people like Jordan and I, we've gone so through so many clean eating diets to where like we just indulge. Like when we're off, we just indulge. Oh, yeah. And I like, I feel like I still tried to control myself a little bit. But when I look back over the last couple of weeks of what my diet has consisted of, there is not one healthy thing that has been in there. I think I've probably been like throughout the holidays, you know, that four day span before Christmas Eve and after you know, the day after Christmas, I think, uh, I've probably been at like 250 grams of sugar a day. That's good. Yeah. Leaning down, you know, just about, <laughs> about a gram per body pound. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do, right? Uh, that's, that's what I heard. You're probably gonna have withdrawals coming off of that. Oh my God. I that was, was the one thing I did try to watch was the sugar intake, all the sweets and stuff this year really didn't do it for me. I just ate a shitload of meat. I did that pizza. too. I did that too. And then I just followed it up with the sweets. Dude, you can't go to New York and not eat pizza. Oh, oh that's my, you know me, I'm dude. whatever there's pizza. Did you get some cheesecake? Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't even like cheesecake. I ate cheesecake twice. So tell us about your New York trip. When'd you go? When'd you come back? Uh, we left the Tuesday before Christmas, came back barely Christmas Eve at 2 a.m. So you said New York during the holidays is just magical. It's right? unreal, dude. I mean, it's literally like nothing I've ever experienced before. And surprisingly, I really thought people were just going to be total assholes. It's not that way at all. People were, I mean, not that like people are overly nice like they're in the Midwest where, you know, everybody, if you walk by someone in the Midwest, hey, how's it going? Like you're not experiencing that when you're in downtown New York with, you know, thousands of people around. But I mean, yeah, I didn't have any issues with anybody. Yeah. It's really. You also don't talk to many people. Yeah, I try not to. Resting bitch face. Yeah. Walking bitch face. Nobody yeah. stops you. Nobody look at me. It's but really I, I mean, one thing that was really cool is you can tell a lot of people, especially in like the little neighborhood or district or whatever it's called, that we stayed in, people take good care of themselves. Like just overall, like you could tell people were healthy. There was a lot of people every morning, every night, there was people out running, like even when it was cold and raining, whatever else. I mean, yeah, like. People do care, especially their appearance. I mean, New York is a well, big thing with appearance. That's not just New York. It's everywhere but the Midwest. Like you go to San yeah. Diego, everyone's out working out in the morning. And you go to Utah, where my brother lives. I mean, because yeah. of the mountains, people are just out doing stuff. It it really is different. And it, that's one negative to living in Wichita. Is there's not those cool, scenic Sometimes you can't, yeah, you things can't do to do. We just feel outside. like there's so many fitness people because we're in the industry. Right. So but, we're around them. But it is very low. I think it's something like 13%. Right. But if you go to Walmart or you walk around the mall, you're going to see mainly overweight. obese people. Yeah. Well, yeah. 50% of people are obese. Obese? Question mark? <laughs> it's like, no, it's like 30% are obese. 57 are overweight. It's probably higher than that. That was years ago. What's the, what's your thoughts on, on like the, the opposite of fat shaming, like when when they say like fit shame, rise people. No, like like build obese people, people up, build, build people up. up. Versus oh, yeah. like, don't you want to like make sure they're healthy and want to live oh, longer? Dude, then exactly. we should tell them they need to change their kind path. of don't disagree. Get with me it. started on this. Like, we will go down a deep rabbit hole. I don't hole care. And everybody will hate me after this. It's like this sure is, we're this not. This is real raw fitness Friday, Jordan. Dude, say okay, what you so have to here's say. here's my one little excerpt on this. Here's my piece on it, and then I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. I 
think that people and I think that people that smoke cigarettes like on a regular basis, they're out just walking around smoking. They wake up in the morning, smoke a cigarette. I think it's gross because it it's very like, it's very obvious and it's very known that it's extremely unhealthy. So I lose respect for you because you obviously don't care about yourself. I feel the exact same way about people that are extremely overweight. It's a choice. You're choosing to smoke the same way you're choosing to put terrible food in your body and not work out. I think it's the exact same thing. Yeah. So to me, if like, if I make, if I, not make fun of or whatever, if I say like, oh, somebody's smoking, like, oh, dude, that's so gross. I can't believe they smoke. And I say the same thing about like, oh, dude, like, God, man, that guy's really overweight. Like, there's no different. I'm not, it's the same thing. Like, you well, know, both, both things are a choice. Right. And I agree with you, but we are living in the times of woke. Of woke, I of course. Care. So I, know. I don't care. I'm not either. awake. We do know some people. I don't care either. I'm just, I'm just setting, I'm setting the bar right. for where we're at. And now. there's a difference yeah. between slightly overweight and completely oh, obese yeah. because we know some people have it easier than others. Like I genetically have it. It's going to be real hard for me. Oh to yeah, get there's fat, genetics. No matter what I do. It. But what I'm saying is, like, if you are overweight, then own it. Like, don't try to like. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I'm still perfect. And like, if you're overweight, just own it. Say, so happy dude, in listen, I like food. Probably not. No, you're not. Look. Just say I like food a little bit more than my health and my appearance. Like, yeah, that's totally fine. That's fine, but don't walk around. I am just perfect, and I'm I'm beautiful. I mean, you might be beautiful, okay? <laughs> yes, but seems like oh, I'm going to try. Everyone's here. beautiful. <laughs> if you're fat, you're ugly. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird, weird, weird time we're living in. With let's uplift people no matter what their weight is because we're doing them a disservice because it's, it's majorly unhealthy it's to be not just obese men. it's the same way that you know a lot of fitness influencers that take steroids and stuff like that their reasoning behind not talking about taking steroids and whatnot is because they don't want to influence a younger generation to do something that could potentially harm them so if you have all of these famous people actors actresses singers whatever that are overweight and being glorified for, Oh, look, you know, Lizzo, she's so beautiful in her body and she loves her body and blah, 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 and whatever else. Well, you're still representing something that's completely unhealthy and you have younger people looking up to you and be like, Oh, well, if I look like that, then it's fine. Like, no, it's not. You're killing yourself. You're pre-diabetic, you're diabetic, whatever and else. I understand that it is much harder for some people versus others. Some people yeah. are genetically just have slower metabolism. Some people they, they can't gain weight if they try. So I, I understand it is more difficult for some people, but it's just a kind of a pill you have to swallow. Yes, you have if to you're in overcome that, boat, that. You have to overcome that Correct. for the sense of your health. You have to do something a little more, unfortunately. But And the things that what we're talking about is people that are beyond a, to a certain point where it's going to start causing health issues. It's going to shorten your life. Not someone that just doesn't work out every day or isn't like super fit or whatever. It's We're literally talking about people that are overtly choosing to make terrible decisions and not be active and not try to do anything to better themselves and make their health better. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like if I, if you're a little overweight and I see you in the gym getting after it, I'm I'm not going to make fun of anyone that's overweight anyways, but what we're talking about is not glorifying it. Right. Well, have you guys heard of Jana Kutcher? I heard about her on the Ed Milet show like two, three years ago and I started following her because she kind of talks about how, you know, I'm not, an Instagram model. I'm a little thicker and I own it. And my husband is, and he is, he's this like shredded bodybuilder look guy and they have a couple kids. And so she was always showing 
you know, in her Instagram post of what she looked like, you know, being very overweight in a bikini and not being afraid to show it. And she was kind of promoting this, which was nothing. I was kind of fascinated by it. I was like, that's good for her. She's obviously very successful, multimillionaire, tons of followers. But all of a sudden she just did a post of her. She lost like 40 pounds. And now she's like, I feel so great. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. She literally flipped exactly what she's been talking about, how it's okay. You don't have to be in great shape. I think shape. a lot of it is, is, I don't know if it's ignorance or people just not wanting to accept that they actually do have a problem and it's easy to do. You know, if you're a smoker, ah, it's okay. It's not going to kill me. Like if you're overweight, it is much easier to fall back into looking at some of the people like you're talking about and just trying to accept, I'm just going to accept the way I am. I'm still beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm even better than what I would be if I, you know, was thin. Um, that's, I mean, I, I think that's just a justification and it's much easier to do that than actually get on the ball with what you need to do to get your health better and lose the weight. And the flip side that we also follow another gal that was super, you guys have probably met her um, and she was super into fitness and was one of the influencers and was sponsored by a, a well-known supplement company. And she's completely got out of it and just talked about how it was ruining her life and her, because she was too far into cutting oh, and dieting yeah. at all Dude, times. It and it, just it was a toxic, toxic relationship. Shape, she yeah. was in a toxic, everything. And now she's showing all these pictures. It's funny. Cause she's kind of making her seem to be fat, which she is not, but she's not shredded like she once was, but it's like, she's loving her life so much more. So there is that middle balance, middle ground. I mean, I don't know just, things that we're it's called, about. we're not working out to be goddesses. You know, yeah, it's just, just want to be healthy, healthy, feel good. Right. So and that's the thing that really bothers me about, you know, these people that you know are idolizing, know, being overweight and being unhealthy is like, dude, you don't real you don't realize how shitty you feel until you are on the other side of it. Like, damn, how did I how did I do that? How did I wake up every morning and well people just say the weight that they carry around. I mean, yeah, if you think about it, you know, if you're let's say you're three hundred pounds, I mean it's essentially like two people. Jordan and I carrying around a hundred, you know, two fifty pound dumbbells yeah. <laughs> all day. Yeah. Think about the damage that does a lot of extra weight. And, yeah your back and on the flip side, idolizing that. And then idolizing people that are going to die on steroids. Oh yeah. We see it all the time. People are like, God, this guy was too bad that he died. There's a reverse of too much, you know, fitness appearance. Like there's definitely that too. And I I think what we're talking about isn't leaning towards that side. We're, we're mainly just talking about being at a, a weight that's healthy and not at a weight that's completely and obviously unhealthy, which is, So it'll turn fit, not skinny, you know? Well, I mean, the thing now is like for me, as you know, we've aged and obviously have a family now and everybody's getting older and whatnot. You start feeling all this stuff. I mean, that comes with aging, you know, your back hurts all the time and whatnot. So now my, my mentality is training for longevity. Like what can I do to make sure I feel good for a longer period of time and actually enjoy being alive, not be to the point where I'm 65 and just in so much pain. I'm miserable. Right. I'm starting to think of that. Cause you know, you see my dad talked about, he says one thing that starts to slip with age is your balance, you know? And yeah. so like you just said, being able to start realizing when I'm 70, I'd like to be able to move real quick. I'd like yeah. to be able to jog and not hurt. I'd like to be able to get up the stairs with my grandkids and kids. Right. And so those are the things it's like, we're not trying to be shredded. We're not trying to be the best looking guy in the gym, but it, you want to be healthy and you want to be able to, and that's when different kind of training comes in. It's yeah. not just pushing heavy weights. No. Around. It's actually training to be able to live a long it. life yeah. and have a nice retirement. I mean, what's, what's good about working your ass off and having a bunch of money if you can't have it and can't go anywhere and you can't travel yeah. because it hurts and you don't want to. So 
Yeah, fine line for sure. Yeah, the 85-year-old version of yourself is never going to look back at you and be like, God, dude, all you were worried about was your health. Right. Just be mad about that. No, that's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, I had a fun visit earlier. I got a shout out to NFL star Brees Hall from Northwest High. He actually played three years at Iowa State, broke a lot of rushing records, touchdown records. I think he was the player of the year in the Big 12. Got drafted really early for the Jets. And you're kind of like, well, running backs, it's one of those, how, how are you going to do? You don't quite know how it's going to work out. This dude, like starting game two, he was killing it. He had a touchdown every game. Jets were seven and two. They're rocking. He tears his ACL. He, he bummer, but I mean, he's going to be fine. He's, he's looking good. He got to, so he come by the store today, did a photo op, met everybody, you know, he signed some autographs. We just did a like share went on their supplemental page, but just such a down to earth, great kid, you know, just to be able to meet a kid who is now making money that we can't even fathom and it's about to get even better. And just to be so down to earth and talk about, you know, when he was at Northwest playing against Bishop Carroll and, and giving back to the community and, you know, just seeing kids and signing autographs. It's just really cool to have him. So I, I just want to give him a shout out coming in the store and, and, uh, and doing that for us. So that's awesome. Yeah. It what, comes with some perks. Whatever, uh, is Blake still with the Chiefs? Yeah. So Blake, great story, Blake Bell. Love to have you on one day, sir. But he, uh, he's like eight, nine years in the league now. And I actually, he had a really bad hip injury. He's injured. Yeah. I was going to say he's it's, injured. It's right one now, of these so. injuries that was like, oh, he just no. started building some momentum last year, man. Yeah. He, yeah, was, he was playing a lot. At the start of the season, I was like, he's got a Super Bowl Blake? ring. By the way, Blake Bell went to Bishop Carroll here in uh, Wichita, Kansas, was the quarterback at Oklahoma, turned to a, tight end his senior year yep. gets drafted in the NFL just like his dad and his uncle and you know we buy all of our flooring from his dad and stuff so we're friends with the Bell family but Blake's had a great career he started out in um, San Francisco 49ers and he was with the Vikings and he was with the Chiefs won a Super Bowl then signed with the Dallas Cowboys then came back to the Chiefs was he with the Raiders there no, for a no. no he was with Jacksonville Jaguars for like Jaguar. a second so and the Vikings but Anyhow, great kid. He, I actually thought he was done. I was like, oh, I haven't yeah. heard much. And then Mark, his cousin, texts me like right before the game, Chiefs game. He goes, Blake Bell, it's first game back. And I'm like, oh, they took him back so good. Because, you know, when you're in year eight, nine, you're considered old already at tight yeah. end. And so they obviously have Kelsey and some badasses. But but it was really cool to see that he's still back on the team. And yeah, he's going to be playing for a decade, which is awesome. But couldn't be happier for him. And uh, it's it's nice when you get Wichita kids that they make it big we've got a handful now yeah. nfl and nba so and van fleet's killing it van fleet yeah wichita state ron baker had a great run made lots of money <laughs> yeah it's crazy especially when you're like a small you know you know ron baker came from like hayes or whatever fort scott scott city scott city but not even like a high recruit division one just kind of a mid-major and worked his ass off made it to the final four and wasn't it Cody Whitehair that his... Oh, and Cody Whitehair. He came from Scott City. He was a walk-on at K-State. Yes. Do you know he was right across the lake from yeah, us, too? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, his in-laws. So, got to know him. They got a daughter named Blakely, and we dude, have a daughter named Blake. A, I remember. I watched him all kid. through his years at K-State. I was like, dude, this dude is a badass. Yeah. For, especially for a walk-on, I was like... Oh. Five million... Or, sorry, five-year, $55 million contract a couple years ago. That's killer. Making $10 million a year as a... I think he's a late draft pick, too. But yeah. was a pro bowler in like his second, third year at the Bears. So having a really good career. Proud of him too. And known his wife for years. She worked for me actually at the health club years ago. So yeah, it's fun when you get to, and you just realize they're just real people. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Success and fame doesn't go to everyone's head, especially if you're a Midwest kid. And you can kind of tell that's how it is. So, but yeah. What else on Fitness Friday? 
Well, we should probably talk about getting back into fitness after okay. the holidays, <laughs> which is a tough one for everyone. We're kind of at that awkward like limbo stage to where it's like, should I wait till the first of the year to nope. get started? No. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And I'm saying this from like a general population yeah. standpoint. I feel like that's probably the mindset going on. Um, once again, new year's resolutions are definitely a thing and you can make that the start of your goal or you can just do whatever you need to do right now. Yeah, dude. I, w- I went to East central Genesis Monday late afternoon and it was packed. I was like, wow, that place is never packed anyway. It's only packed like, for especially one for the day after Christmas. I'm like, okay, people are getting into it. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough for everybody. And I think you can always, you know, continue to find those excuses. Well, okay, well, Christmas Eve is coming up well, or New Year's Eve is coming yeah, up. We're going to drink and we'll eat drink. Like we'll just, I'll just wait till after whatever. I'm like, no, dude, the day after Christmas, I beat the you shit. You can still have an off. You can still have an off day on New Year's Eve. Yeah. But- you know, if, if you're at that point where like, yeah, I want to get healthy. The holidays are over. Like I'm going to change this year. Like I'm going to start something new, start it right now. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself. And even if that's not 100% from now until the first of the year, take new year's off, but at least start whatever you need to do on a daily basis, start getting in that habit into that routine. That way it's not as much of just a total body shock. No, you're on January 1st. Yeah. You're creating momentum for yourself. Like if I start doing some stuff now, getting back in the gym, pushing myself super hard five, six days before the first of the year. Okay. Well now it's the first of the year. I've already been going like, where's my, it's, it's the hardest thing for anybody. And this goes, whether you've taken a little bit of a break or you're just this is, you're going to be your year, whatever. The hardest part is just getting started. Yeah. Like getting started, establishing a routine and staying consistent with it is always, always, always going to be the hardest thing for everybody. No matter if you've been doing it for six years and you take a month off, it's still hard to get back into a routine. Yeah. So the moment that you can decide like, okay, it's time to turn a corner. I'm starting right now. Do it. Don't make any, it's like we've talked about on podcasts before. Just because you had a shitty meal doesn't mean the rest of your day is ruined. Make your next meal better. Yeah. And the biggest advice I think I can give is... You know, if you are starting, you're starting and you, you want to start a fitness journey and you're, you, you know, you want to clean up your diet. You want to start working out, getting more into fitness, start slow. Don't go all in. Yeah. And, and that's another good reason why you don't have to wait until January 1st. Get, get the momentum started now, start slow, but whether you start now or start January 1st, don't go all in balls, to the walls, your very first day and expect to keep that consistency up. Cause it's too much of a shock to your system. Saying don't put off till tomorrow, which you can do today. What I'm saying is start slow. You know, if you want to start building up, if 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 you eventually want to start running five miles a day, start running a mile a day and do that for a week or two. If you want to start eating, if you're eating 3,500 calories a day now and you want to start eating 2,000 calories, well, start by eating 3,000. Do that for a week, then maybe go down to 2,500 the next week. Then get your way down to 2,000 or whatever system you want to set up for yourself. But I've experienced this personally and I've seen it so many times to where people try to go all in too fast, too quick Turkey and do too much. And it's just like, yeah, just like quitting something cold Turkey. It's too much of a a shock to your system and you're not going to be able to maintain that consistency because the most important part when it comes to fitness, diet, working out is maintaining consistency. Correct. And you need to build your body up to the point to where you can be consistent and you're just not, I mean, if you're used to being on no diet, going on a total strict diet seven days a week, that's going to be very, very tough. It's going to be hard. Yeah. So I like to work say, your way up to it. Get started. Don't quit. Stay steady. 
they're all very important. You got to get started. You don't want to quit, but staying steady is vital. You know, just, I think that, you know, what you're talking about, you know, with building yourself up and starting slow, essentially the whole idea behind that, like in my mind and what I think about when you're saying those things is if the way you look right now, isn't the way that you want to look and you have this, you know, whether it's a crazy goal or whatever it may be, this physique that you're trying to achieve, understand that if you go to the gym and you're in the gym and you beat the shit out of yourself for four hours, you're not going to wake up the next morning and look like that. So it's going to take a little bit of time. And where you start to get discouraged is, oh, dude, all week I've ate nothing but chicken and broccoli. I've been two hours of cardio and an hour of lifting. And like, I just, I'm not, not I'm seeing, not seeing that. But yeah. And it's like, I'm just killing myself for nothing. So it's really easy to get discouraged versus like celebrate the little victories, celebrate the fact that you made it through your day and you stayed on your diet, celebrate the fact that you made it to the gym today. You did all of your cardio. You didn't skip out on anything. Like all of those little wins, like mindset is so much of it that like your mind can just tell you like, Oh no, dude, you still look like shit. Yeah. You're just what you're wasting your time. Don't, don't even go anymore. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're doing better than you were the day before, if you're doing better this week than you were last week, this month than you were last month, yep. you are winning. Yes. You're winning. And if, if your diet is all over the place now, if your workouts are non-existent now, getting one workout in this week is better than you did last week. Yes. And you can build your way up to whatever consistency you need to be at to reach your goals. But if you are improving on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, you're doing something right. And just being honest with yourself. Cause there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that, you know, as we get a little bit farther into the year, January kind of rolls around in February, people start to get a little bit more lackadaisical that, you know, that excitement of like doing something new or, you know, changing your diet or whatever, it starts to fade. And then you stop being honest with yourself. Well, I've been going to the gym every day and I just, I'm not seeing, it's been six weeks now. Like that's kind of, I feel like that four to six week mark is where really people start to kind of drop off. They get over that hump and then they're disappointed that they haven't seen enough yet. So they start to, and then you start to lie to yourself. Okay, well, if you want to look a little bit better, your diet needs to be a little bit better. Right. Your workouts need to be a little bit harder. Like it, you got to consistently update what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that is another issue with like the new year's resolution, especially when it comes to fitness is, I mean, in general, all good things take time, whether it's business, fitness, lifestyle, relationships. If you want something great, you got to work at it consistently over time. And I feel like that's the trap a lot of people fall into, especially when it comes to fitness, which, which we're talking about well, fitness Friday, but that's also a main new year's res resolution, very common goal for a new year's, but it takes time, man. And six to eight weeks, isn't going to get the job done. You're going to be feeling like shit. Cause you're so sore and you're going to be feeling like you've made this huge lifestyle change and you have, but it's going to take much longer than eight weeks. I mean, most likely depending on where you're at to be where you want to be. Well, Jeff, what's your old saying? The things we do today, you won't see for 90 to 120 days. Yes, between 60 and 120 I think that applies days. to results, a lot of things. but Results are not immediate. Yeah, I think that applies to fitness as well. You don't, right. you don't, you didn't get out of shape or overweight or whatever you want to call it. In six it. weeks. That scoop and, of protein didn't help build your muscle today. No. Right. Well, in 30 to 60, 90 days. Right, and consistently doing it all the time. I mean, if you think about all the things, all the bad things that you had to eat to get to the point where you don't like the way you look, you're overweight or whatever. It didn't just happen. Yeah, in didn't a gain 30 pounds in like, one day. Yeah, yeah, no. Correct. So it's easier to do. It's yeah. Easier to go to that reverse side. That is one of my favorite sayings. but it takes just as long. Easy yeah. to do. Well, I don't know. Eh. About that. 
easier. I could get I could get real yeah. fat real quick. Yeah, I have, that was the goal. The intake oh, the, the intake I can take in is yeah, very, you guys are very, I can gain some weight pretty quick. It's hard for me to try to gain ten pounds, right. as you know. Oh, dude, I could gain ten pounds in the next three or four days, just nonstop eating. I can actually hear you getting fatter. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. This has been Fitness Friday. Please join us next time. This is Dustin with my host, Jeff and Jordan. Shout out to all the subscribers. Love the feedback. Love the comments. Keep them coming. Start that New Year's resolution today. See ya. See you next time.